talk to episode two of the Raptor cast, baby. I'm glad to be back. I told you I'd be back for a little episode on Tuesday so we could recap the Milwaukee Bucks game from last night. And we could talk about the Philadelphia 76ers game this evening, right? And do a little preview of that game, do a prediction of who we think is going to win. And then we'll finalize it all off with Tommy's uh, spread picks and straight up picks of the day. If you guys are ready for it, let's rock and roll, baby. First and foremost, I will get this off my chest right here. And you know, the one thing that I am in this world is I am one of the biggest Raptors fans around, but I'm also one of their biggest critics. Like all of us fans, we love to cheer them when they win, but we love to shit on them, pardon my French, when they get beat bad. And last night, they got beat bad. They got spanked, folks. It really wasn't a good game, but we'll get into more of that, right, in, in, in a few minutes here. But I, will, I, I do want to get a little something off my chest here. Uh, I, you know, unfortunately, I can't predict the future. But uh, I thought Kawhi Leonard was going to definitely sit the Philly game due to the back-to-back, but it was the Bucks game. And also, conveniently, Giannis Antetokounmpo was out too with concussion-like symptoms from getting elbowed in the face in his last game. And, I mean, he got knocked out pretty much cold. He says he doesn't remember nothing for that second half of the game. And, I mean, that's scary considering that we got this serious concussion protocol, right? Now, the Raptors do say that they were going to sit Kawhi Leonard regardless of what happened, that it was just a coincidence that Giannis was out as well. But I call falsity on that one, folks. Like, come on, give me a break, right? You're not going to have two undefeated teams uh, playing against each other, and you're not going to have Giannis going against Kawhi. Come on, who doesn't want to see two titanical titans, as my man Mike Tyson might say, uh, two potential MVPs going toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow, you know what I mean? Like, That's like having Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson, you know? Maybe I might be getting a little ahead of myself, but I'm talking about two possible MVPs. MVP candidates, I'm telling you that Kawhi doesn't sit if Giannis plays, and uh, that's all I gotta say. You can talk about, you know, uh, conspiracies or whatever, right? But now let's get into the game recap from last night. I had the keys to the keys to win the game was to cut down uh, Milwaukee Bucks transition points, run them off the three-point line, and here's my verdict on that: we, they blew their responsibilities, they blew their assignments right through the friggin' chimney, folks. They gave up. 19 threes. The Milwaukee Bucks tied a franchise record, which was set in their previous game for 19 threes. That's ridiculous, folks. They also had 30 fast break points, and for the majority of the time, they were out-rebounding the Raptors. It ended up being that they out-rebounded them by 10, but I mean, at one point in the game, they were up by 20 in the rebound. And I, I, I tried. I jotted it down that four O's is what happened to us last night, folks. We got outworked. We got outplayed. The Raptors got outhustled, and they also got outscored in every darn quarter. They got beat. It was a, a, a butt kicking from pillar to post from the first minute to the last minute last night, folks. And to be honest with you, to me, completely, completely unexpected and completely and completely unexcusable, I got to say. Mind you, the Raptors were due for a game like this. I just don't want it to be to this Milwaukee team. I think we're setting up a nice little rivalry with them. It's really nice to see, but... You can't you can't win games when you're getting outplayed, outworked, outhustled, and outscored. That's a no-no in my books. Now, player-wise, you know Lowry had an off game. He couldn't hit a damn, uh, you know, the broadside of a of a barnyard, folks. But he did put up another 15 assists, which is showing that he really is getting people involved. And I mean, if we hit more shots, he might have had a 20 assist game last night. Now, Valanciunas. 
off game, horrendous game. A guy that we need this consistency, especially with the second unit. He started the game 0 for 7 when he with his shots. He was rushing. He was I don't know what he was doing. All of a sudden, it seemed like he forgot how to play the game of basketball. Now, mind you, though, we got a throwback performance from Mister. Serge Ibaka, he had 30 points last night, incredible, you don't expect to see that, uh, what a game for him, and I hope that this torrid pace that he started the season with continues on, Pascal had a solid game, but other than that, I can't really attribute any solidness to anybody else on that roster, now for the Bucks, on the other hand, boy, they were solid up and down, they outraptored the Raptors last night, I'm talking about going deep in rotation, they had seven guys score double figures, they had a bunch of assists they were hitting threes like it was going out of style it was unbelievable last night the game was incredible for them uh mike budenhoser has i'm playing a tremendous game of uh pass the ball get in the lanes take advantage of uh mismatches with folks and get that ball out and start hitting threes and boy they are playing at a feverish tempo it's unbelievable uh you look at chris middleton eight assists 14 points only, but he hit a couple of big threes there when the Raptors were trying to cut into the lead. And uh, like just two knockdown threes with hands in his face. It was uh, unbelievable. The guy can really shoot him. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. Uh, their point guard duo of Malcolm, Bro- Malcolm Brogdon and uh, Eric Bledsoe just annihilated our one guards. They took care of business. Together, they each had 17 points, so that's 34 points between them. Bledsoe had eight assists. And then you got the big uh, Ersan Ilyasova, my friend. He had 19 points, 10 rebounds, couple of blocks. He was all over the place. He was pulling a nice Pascal Siakam impression there. Uh, uh, DiVincenzo from Villanova hit a couple of big dagger three-pointers there just to throw it in Lowry's face, the Villanova. Nova boy, right? It was uh, it was quite the game, and I mean, I didn't know this. I saw I was looking up and down the the roster there. I can't believe that Milwaukee had uh, picked up quite the player in the off season with Brook Lopez. I think he's going to fit in uh, fantastically with them. He can stretch the floor for a big man. He can get rebounds. He's a good present for them in the middle. A huge upgrade, I would say, from Thon Maker from uh, uh, John Henson. You know, that's it's a really big uh, big part to their team right there. And I think further down the season, he's really going to help them out. And let's talk about the Thon Maker. Always plays great game against the Raptors. Hitting threes, hitting everything, right? Now, my big factor for the game last night, and this is the reason I think the Raptors all in all got blown out of the water at the end. Well, two things. They couldn't hit the threes that they wanted to, but their big factor was the tempo. The Bucks made us play at their tempo, which is a furious, ferocious tempo, and it took us out of our rhythm completely. We were rushing. We'd speed down the court trying to play fast, miss a shot, a quick shot. They'd rebound because they were locking the rebounds down, come back, and they'd hit those threes that we were missing. We can't play at that tempo. We need the set tempo. We need the dictate tempo. We can't be dictated by the other team's tempo. That's 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 my little two cents on it, but that's what I truly believe. Now, one another factor, our bench got outplayed by a mile once again. They had a tough time scoring again. Uh, Valanchunas... Uh, I think this was a one-off for him. I hope it does. We don't see this too often, but 
Uh, their bench killed us. Their bench murdered us. Our bench didn't show up again. We seem to have inconsistencies and nobody knows what to do or how to do it. I mean, sure, Freddie was out, but you cannot bank on just Fred being able to do these things and put all the onus on him. But mind you, I do think that when he comes back, if we feature Valanchunas more on that second unit and we run two-man games with Freddie and, 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 and Jonas, I think that could solve a lot of the bench woes, especially when it comes to scoring and let it play off of those guys let Valanciunas pass out the post let Freddie go by on some pick and rolls I think that could help us in the future but last night we just got annihilated and there's no excuses they were missing their best player the player that's everything's supposed to revolve around but as you can see in Mike Budenhoser's system uh you play you take out Giannis and this team has confidence he's instilled confidence in the rest of the guys and they're a dangerous bunch and like I said uh that Philly could easily get bumped out of that three spot by the Milwaukee Bucks. Hell, Milwaukee Bucks could take the first spot, the second spot, the third spot. Those three spots are quite wide open between, I think, the Raptors, the Celtics, and the Bucks. Mark my words on that one. Now, there was a lot of chances for us at times to get back into this game. No matter how badly we played last night, the turnovers were low. As long as you keep turnovers low, uh, you have a good chance of winning. But we couldn't rebound the ball. And the biggest thing, like we went 9 of 44 from 3. We attempted 44 three-point shots and only hit 9 of them. The Raptors struggled mightily there. That means that the Milwaukee Bucks outscored them by 30 points alone just on the three-point line. And that's a tough win right there. If you can't stop them if you can't run them off the line and you can't stop them in transition with the 30 points they had in transition you're gonna have a lot of time a lot of bad times ahead of you trying to stop these NBA teams that are predicating the whole offense based on the three ball and running up and down the court now I gotta tell you that one guy that really disappointed me and I don't know what's going on with CJ Miles's stroke but I think the GoDaddy curse that hit Norm Powell last year is hitting him this year so CJ you're going to spend a lot of time in your PJs man if you don't start hitting some three pointers my friend so that's all I can say about that I mean he's a great player I follow him on Instagram he put in quite the summer of work he's got springs in those legs of his he was dunking hitting shots but I mean you gotta be able to hit these knockdown open three-pointers uh you're an nba player and you're supposedly quote unquote you don't see the quotes right here that i'm doing but you're, you're a knockdown three-point shooter and you're not hitting them so he's not again i don't know what it's a confidence issue i don't know how to get him how he can get it back but that's a struggle and we need that that's the like the big difference between him and danny green and why danny green was a big attribute to this team not only the defense but danny green out of five shots open will hit three of them right so i mean cj miles has got to get back to that that's what we brought him here for we didn't bring him here to dunk we didn't bring him here to play defense we brought him here to hit three-point shots if not man he might be an expendable part of this team come trading time right now uh, for all this negativity that I'm brewing on, it was only the seventh game of the season, folks. So we're not going to go undefeated all season long. And thank God for the fact that we have a back-to-back -back so that we can get that horrible, filthy taste out of the mouth of getting spanked by Milwaukee Bucks in that feverish new arena that they got there. The Fiserv Arena, I believe it's called. But they, they, the crowd was bonkers. We got our asses handed to us. But you know what? Thank God for the back-to-back -back so that we can come out and take care of business 
against Philly tonight. And, uh, you know, uh, the Raptors do prove to be a very good team bouncing back from losses, especially in back-to-backs when we get we get ourselves handed to us there. So I'm really looking forward to tonight's game, and I'm really looking forward to the Raptors trying to do, you know, trying to, you know, uh, make better on, on last night's game. Now, folks, let's talk about the game against the Philadelphia 76ers this evening. And let's start with a little preview of this. And uh, let's see. Uh, we got the uh, keys to the victory, in my opinion, for tonight's game will be to contain uh, Embiid, the battle of the bigs. JV versus uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, the JV needs to bounce back. And we need to rebound, rebound, rebound because Philly will get all over the glass. And we need to keep that, in, uh, we need to keep that a little bit tight. There, I know we always have troubles with offensive rebounds, but we need to. We really, really, really need to box out. Find the shooters. Find you know. Once that ball goes up, box out. We also need to have solid help defense. Don't give Simmons lanes to terrorize the paint, collapse the defense for the shooters. You know. I also believe the Raptors need to hit 12 threes or more. They need to get to the line and they need to have 24 assists or more. And lastly. Hold Philly under 42% shooting, and I believe that will be the recipe to success this evening. My, you know, if we can take care of that business right there, we'll be all right. I mean, if you don't let Simmons get in the lane, give him room to shoot the jumper because he's not confident shooting the jumper. Keep those three-point shooters off the line. Keep JJ Redick out of there. You don't want him getting free and getting going. Robert Covington's always a little bit of a hassle, but don't worry about him. You know, if you can keep Simmons out of the lane, let him be do his thing. Maybe hope for, you know, try to keep Embiid on the outside instead of going into the post and rebound the ball. I believe that those things right there, those keys of that game, will enable the Raptors to have a nice win tonight. And, you know, like I said earlier, I believe the Raptors always bounce back after bad losses. It's tough it's on a back-to-back, but Philly's also on a back-to-back, so that's no excuse for us right there. Uh, Both teams are coming in a little bit tired. We get Kawhi back tonight. That's a nice little boost right there, so we're hoping that we can take care. I mean, from A to Z, we got a better lineup, I believe, than Philly. Like I said, Philly ain't that team that they were last year. I actually see some infighting happening. I don't believe Embiid yet is mature enough to be a leader. I see, I still see him pointing fingers and degrading some of his teammates on mistakes. I don't believe that's the way that you need to build a winner right there. So I don't, you know, I think Embiid needs to grow up in that aspect. Worry less about trolling people and getting in in in, in, uh, in Drummond's head and uh, renting out real estate in his head, man. Instead, be a team man. Uh, lead through, lead by example, and be a leader for them. In that case, when he becomes that, that team will be much better. But I think the Raptors are taking this win tonight. I think it's going to be a very close game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a runaway by anybody here. And uh, but at the end of the day, go Raptors, go! I believe they're going to get the win in this one. Uh, and and uh, you know, the last segment here, we're going to talk about. I got some. Uh, some spread picks and some straight up picks for tonight's games. And I, I picked a few games that I really like. And, uh, I believe, uh, if you got, if you got a little, uh, uh, you know, a bet three, six, five account or here in Canada, you want to play some pro line. There's some good odds here for a little spread ticket. I mean, at the end of the day, 
Use your own discretion. These aren't for sure shots. I or I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. I'd be in Vegas winning money, right? So let's see here. I got the Philadelphia 76ers plus six versus the Raptors on the spread. I believe the Raptors win, but I don't think that they're going to win by more than six points. I got the Atlanta Hawks plus four and a half versus Cleveland. They're in Cleveland. Kevin Love's out with an injury. He's going to be gone for three or four weeks. It looks like a rebuild is in full effect now in Cleveland with the firing of Ty Lue. So Atlanta's not playing horrible ball. I see Trey Young having a really nice game here against Cleveland, going against Colin Sexton. It's going to be a good battle of first-round picks. But I see Atlanta possibly even winning this game, to be honest with you. Uh, I got Detroit plus 8.5 versus Boston. I Laying that many points on Boston is a little bit of a big deal. Detroit's playing good ball. Casey's got them playing solid as a team. So I think 8.5 is a little too much for Boston. I see Boston winning the game, but not by 9 points. And I also have Washington finally getting a friggin' win. Uh, they're really imploding. But, I mean, the Memphis is favored by two points. So I got to take Washington there all day, every day. Washington is in Memphis. But still, uh, you know, I got Washington plus two. So that's my spread picks there. Now I got a couple of straight ups. And they're underdogs. Or as I like to call them, they're under gods, my folks. <laughs> so I got Atlanta winning straight up. I got Washington winning. And I got the Clippers winning. So those are my picks for the night, folks. Uh, I'm going to be coming back at you on Thursday with another podcast. I'm going to be joining my buddy. He's got a little studio set up so we're going to try doing a nice little professional style broadcast there for the podcast uh, I, I hope that uh, I gave you guys some intuitive things here that there's some uh, uh, that, that you were happy with uh, the stats that I'm laying on you with everything going on I hope you're enjoying the podcast like I said my email is all lowercase t-k-a-r-t-e-l-o 13 at gmail.com if there's anybody out there listening uh drop me an email if you like what you hear if you don't like what you hear i like criticism in the full effect uh if you got some questions or if you want me to talk about something on the next podcast go right ahead folks it's been a pleasure again i'm tommy cartello this is raptor cast episode two peace out folks yeah yeah